WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, October 29th, 2020. The University of Illinois is starting to see its COVID positivity rate pick up on campus after a few weeks of decreasing steadily. In the past seven days, SHIELD testing data has reported a 0.37% case positivity rate, hitting a peak on the 26th at a rate of 0.67%. In comparison, the Public Health Department of Illinois has recorded a rate of 6.7%, which is much higher than the campus average over the month of October so far. There have been a total of nearly 390,000 cases and over 9,000 deaths due to the COVID-19 outbreak in Illinois, even with the state precautions for social distancing and mask requirements. The rise of positivities at UIUC comes the week of Halloween, a time when administrators are urging students to stay safe and refrain from throwing large parties to celebrate the holiday. Deadlines are approaching with regards to next week's election, including that to request mail-in ballots. WPGU's Ann McEwen has more. Today is the last day to request a vote-by-mail ballot in the state of Illinois. Illinois mailed an absentee ballot application to those who voted in the 2018 general election, the 2019 municipal election, or the March 17th primary election, as well as to anyone who registered to vote or updated their address after the primary election. To request a vote-by-mail ballot, you can go online to your local election authority website and request a ballot there before 5 p.m. To check to see if your application has been received, you can call your local election authority. Your ballot must be postmarked by Tuesday, November 3rd and received no later than Tuesday, November 17th. If you miss the vote-by-mail deadline application today, you can vote early in person or on Election Day, November 3rd. Early voting runs until Monday, November 2nd. Illinois does offer voter registration on Election Day. You can vote in person on campus at the ARC, in the Illini Union, and at the University YMCA. For WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. A number of prominent figures in the tech industry testified before Congress Wednesday afternoon regarding Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act that grants website publishers the freedom to regulate the publication and distribution of user-generated content, as well as freedom from liability for whatever users may say online. In the process, CEO of Twitter Jack Dorsey came under fire from Republican lawmakers about Twitter's refusal to allow users to post links to a controversial New York Post article about how Biden, the son of presidential candidate Joe Biden. While Democratic officials pressed Zuckerberg about his plans to limit the publication of extremist or politically biased misinformation on Facebook, each of the CEOs expressed a willingness to consider the implementation of reforms to Section 230, but both Dorsey and Google CEO Sundar Pichai stressed the need for caution, as repeal or gutting of Section 230 would force them to censor even more content and radically alter the ways in which their platforms could be used. The Gulf Coast is grappling with its fifth-named storm and the third hurricane of the year in Hurricane Zeta. WPGU's Tara Mobasher reports. Hurricane Zeta made landfall on the Louisiana coast Wednesday with winds of 110 miles per hour, making it Louisiana's third hurricane in two months, as reported by the National Hurricane Center. While New Orleans reported a wind gust close to 50 miles per hour, conditions were expected to worsen last night as Zeta made its way over the city. A hurricane warning has been enacted for almost 5 million residents, including those residing in New Orleans, Gulfport, and Biloxi, 
In addition, a tropical storm warning extends for more than 600 miles, covering parts of Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. In all, almost 30 million people remain under warnings for Hurricane Zeta's destruction through wind gusts, which can be expected to topple trees and power lines from last night through Thursday. Zeta maintains its status as the fifth named storm to hit the Louisiana coast in 2020 alone. Additionally, with Zeta being the 27th storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, it almost ties for the record of the most storms in a single season, following behind 28 storms in 2005. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Countries all over Europe are facing a resurgence in coronavirus infections that threaten to overwhelm the continent. As the second wave strikes, most countries are reporting more daily cases than they were during the first wave of the disease. Fatalities were rising in mid-October in countries like France, Germany, the United Kingdom, and Spain, but they are still a long way from rates seen earlier in the year. To combat the rise of cases, many countries are entering lockdowns once again. France and Germany are both entering strict lockdowns, causing world stock markets markets to fall in response. In France, citizens will only be permitted outside their homes to buy essential goods, seek medical attention, and exercise for one hour while schools stay open. From November 2nd to the 30th, bars, restaurants, and theaters will be closed in Germany. Schools will remain open, and businesses will be allowed to operate with strict limitations. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.